Yo, BJ Godore with the Get Some Gains podcast, and this is the 200th episode. This is a big milestone. A lot of people don't make it past the 20 to 25 episode mark. Few make it past 100. The 200 mark is pretty elite, so I'm happy about that. I've been at this for a while, and I also believe I'm just getting started with this podcast. So if you're listening now, get ready for some great stuff to come. I really have some awesome plans for this. I want to take it to the next level. Want to get it up to 300, 400, 500 plus episodes. So uh, we are getting after it today. And we've got a special episode for the 200th episode. It's my 2023 training, nutrition, recovery, and business blueprint. I'm going to spend about 15 minutes or less on each category, share all the thoughts, uh, method behind the madness, uh, you know, planning that went into each of these categories for what hopes to be an epic 2023. And those that aren't interested in the business component, that's fine. I'll put that towards the end. But I do have a lot of trainers, entrepreneurs, and content creators who listen that I know can benefit from that information. And uh, usually I don't talk about that piece. But look, I've been in the fitness business a while, man. I made it through the pandemic. I'm approaching two decades in the business. So I've achieved longevity uh, you know, with my training, my nutrition, my recovery, and my business. So I want to share all these tips today. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll come back with the training section. Woo-wee! Burn fat, build muscle, and boost metabolism with my signature 20-minute minimal equipment Metcon workouts at home for busy parents and professionals just like you. My name is BJ Godore. I'm the former fitness director of the Men's Health brand and the author of Your Body's Your Barbell. And this is Express. Express is our signature program at thedailybj.com. It's all about these really fast, fun, and effective 20-minute workouts you can do anytime, anywhere. There are six monthly full-body metabolic conditioning workouts you rotate between on a bi-weekly basis. So every two weeks, you'll rotate between those six workouts, and then you'll do them in the second block of that month, trying to beat your previous performance, but it means each month you only repeat a workout once. I've been doing this for a long time and I've found that this is the perfect blend of structure and variety so people have fun, but also they can actually spend time working on the movements enough to see a true gain in performance. Each workout will start with an instructional component where I talk about how to do it, I give you breathing cues, you name it, modifications, regressions, progressions, and then it goes right into a follow-along component that automates it from start to finish. All you gotta do is press play and get it done in 20 minutes. Because Uncle Baby Biscuits hates excuses, three of the six workouts every month are body weight only, ideal for minimal equipment, home setups, or traveling, hotel room. I'm gonna keep you in the game throughout the year. And the other three workouts, they still use minimal equipment, stuff you can find at any hotel gym, commercial gym, or even at home. We're talking dumbbells, bands, med balls. There are weekly members-only newsletters where I kind of give you a little more information about the workouts, the method behind the madness, what I was thinking when I made them, all right? But also some optional starters or finishers using our exercise database or just pointing you to different resources on the site to keep you in the game. I highly recommend, as a member of this program, you can interact with me and other members by making your post-workout reports in the comment section below, asking me questions about the routines. I'm there to help you troubleshoot and keep you engaged and committed and consistent throughout the year. I read every comment and I try to get back to everyone that I can. So I'm here for you throughout the year, invested in your success. My whole thing is this, all right? We live in a world, a microwave society. I want things fast, I want the pill, I want the supplement. No, 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 we don't mess with that BS. I'm all about this. 
I want to get you to commit to a full year of fitness. And then I want to help you string multiple years of fitness together. I used to be fat, okay? I used to be out of shape. I had injuries all over my body. And I've committed to this process. I've seen the benefits of fitness. And if you buy into the process, and it's all about consistency, I ask you to take on the 320-52 challenge. Three full body workouts a week, 20 minutes each, 52 weeks of the year. If you commit to that, you will not be disappointed with the results and you'll be blown away with what's possible because of the power of the compounding effect of these workouts. So buy in, 320-52, I'll keep you in the game. These are the best home workouts on the planet. I live it, I've been doing this for decades, and no one is better at getting people to do this for a lifestyle, and that's what I'm all about in this program. All right, we're gonna start with training. What many of you know me for, and you know, my number one focus for the year, right? I like to simplify things and give myself kind of that minimum effective dose of what's going on throughout the year. And I'm committing to three full body workouts per week. Now, when I've always been best at what I'm doing, right? You know, I live it. And I am doing the exact programming we're making for both Gorilla Corn Gains and express this year. I, I'm dialed into it. I'm, I'm actually doing the follow-along workouts. What I find for me personally, when I'm that locked into that process and we're going through it together, you know, it helps me become a better coach. Uh, by using the product, I always find ways to improve it. So, you know, I'm locked into the product this year. Not that I haven't been in the past, but uh, I, I really wanted to immerse myself into the process for this year because Part of what I wanted to make this year with our fitness products at thedealybj.com is really making the programming incredible, but super time-focused, meaning a discipline to never go beyond 20 minutes for each of the components, right? So we have the Gorilla Corn Gains, Strength, Muscle Gain Focus workouts that are 20 minutes, Instructional and Follow Along, and then we have the Express Fat Loss, More Shred Style Workouts, Metabolic Conditioning, Full Body and Nature that are 20 minutes, so... The combination of those, we never go beyond the 40-minute mark, always keeps your training session to an hour or less. And, uh, you know, that's really where, uh, you know, in 2021 in particular, we, you know, we started with like, and by the way, we had express workouts the whole year. That's where the whole express thing kind of started in 2021, uh, the second year of the pandemic. But there was, it got to the point where, you know, I got to that beautiful mind, kind of lost my mind situation. And we ended up having like a two-hour and 24-minute workout at one point. Now, it had all these starters, finishers, warm-ups, and cool-downs. You could have technically made it 20 or even 40 minutes. But it did, in total, uh, it was a two-hour and 24-minute follow-along workout. I'm actually going to try to find that and share it on YouTube as like a challenge if anyone can actually get through it. But Because um, a lot of you didn't. And I think we lost a lot of people around that time because, uh, again, people will focus on what they can't do versus what they can often and they felt like they were missing out, though, again, they could have just done the 20 minutes. But I, I mention that because, it, again, the, the most important thing I've noticed over the years when it comes to training, right? The number one excuse is time. People say I'm low on energy and stuff like that. People can still get up for a workout when they're low on energy. But time is an issue for a lot of people, especially if you have kids, multiple kids, uh, you run a business, or you have a really high-stress, you know, long-hour job. We're talking 12 to 16-hour-plus work days. Time is an issue. 
All right. So I, I, you know, you can always find that 10 to 20 minute mark, you know, especially in those express workouts. Uh, and the way a lot of them will be structured throughout the year is uh, it'll be a 10 minute circuit that you repeat twice for 20 minutes total. You can use that first round as kind of a warm up and then get after it more in the second round or maybe in really short times or stressful times, you can only do the 10 minutes and that can work too. But, you know, th- that, that really is the big focus is we're never deviating from that this year. The discipline to stay structured uh, and, and uh, never go beyond that 20 minute mark. And, you know, I also have some big goals, right? And part of what I've done is I've packaged the goals into the workouts this year where, uh, you know, I will make a specialization program to end the year, but I wanted to kind of bake in the progressions on a monthly basis here so that the the six main goals that I have for myself, for members of the dailybj.com that we'll be working on throughout the year uh, will get covered. And the goals are as follow, you know, the main movements that we focus on uh, and that we're trying to, you know, improve upon annually. The get up, all right? The pull up, the dip, single arm push-ups, single leg squats, and boxing. Boxing becomes kind of our overall athleticism, our rhythm and coordination, our skill-based cardio and conditioning that we can take with us anytime, anywhere. So those are, when when I'm putting together these workouts, the collective mix of the monthly workouts are really designed in improving those six movements or uh, categories of movement, whatever you want to call them. And that, that is our focus. And I, I'm really trying to, uh, you know, push my body this year because, you know, it's it's one thing, it, it's a balance, right? And, you know, I've got to be able to do, uh, be the best at presenting basic information for the eternal beginner, you know, kind of the, the really, which was the men's health approach, you know, people that get back in shape every January and do it for the rest of their lives, or people that are coming off a long layoff or an injury and they don't know where to start. And that's most people. But there's also some people that really want to take it to the next level, right? That want to do single arm push-ups, that want to do single leg squats. And I've got to be able to keep pushing my 40-year-old body to do these things and inspire others and give people the blueprints, the step-by-step approach to get from ground zero to superhero and uh, diversify you know, what we're doing uh, so that you know, what, I, what I do is appealing not only to you know, people that are over 40, but also uh, young cats getting in the game and want want to learn from someone with a lot of experience on how to get started. That still you know looks the part and and finds a way to get even more out of their body um, you know after forty you know and earn that respect. So uh, you know that that's something that is a it's a balancing act. But you know part of what I've said I've said this on past podcasts. You know when my body is tight, my business is right, and it really. Uh, that might sound sound vain to some people or might simplify it, but we live in a situation where this is just the reality of it. Look, I don't, I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules, uh, but, I, but I have to play the game if I want to be in this for a long haul and keep building uh, you know, wealth for my family and secure our financial future and all that. And you know, the reality is people won't look at your shit unless you can make them stop scrolling. And it's difficult to do that with words. <laughs> Uh, especially on platforms like TikTok and Instagram, YouTube, obviously a podcast, you know, I can lead with my words. Uh, you know, Twitter, well, I'm, not, I'm, I'm taking time off from Twitter until Elon Musk figures out what the fuck he's doing there. But, you know, beyond those platforms or newsletter, it's a very visual thing. People will, if they don't see something that attracts them or makes them intrigued, they're not going to listen to what you do. 
And um, it's just one of those things that, you know, the, the, the leaner I get, the more muscular I can be, the more fit I can be and show cool stuff uh, that is different from my peers, uh, people are more likely to listen to the information I'm putting out there. And I put a lot of time and effort into this stuff. So I want people to see it. And, you know, th- that, so that is my focus this year is I'm, I'm really, I've always uh, put my body um, as a top priority. But, uh, you know, this year I, I want to put it number one because what I notice is when that happens, uh, I make better workouts. I have more creativity. I can uh, film cooler and more diverse stuff that can educate people and, and motivate them. And uh, I also like, I did this investment, uh, you know, pretty much during uh, just, just around the start of the pandemic. I'm like, I got to invest, you know, at least three years here where I rebuild my body from the ground up and prepare my body for my 40s so I can get to my 50s. And if, if I get to my 50s and I still have to do more of this, like at this level, hopefully I still have enough in the tank to make it to 60. But ideally, I'd like the next 10 years to set the stage so at 50, I can really start to take a step back and maybe enjoy more life, do more travel, you know, that type of stuff. But uh, it was one of those things where I had to be willing to step back a bit and regress my movements and go back to the basics and be willing to watch some muscles shrink as I brought more balance to my physique and not let myself go heavier than a 25-pound dumbbell for over a year and still, in some ways, as we go back now, uh, we start the 2023 programs, you know, I still have that focus as well where, you know, I, I, I have that discipline of staying light. Remember, this is, I almost look at it like a preseason right now. I'm just getting ready for the big push or the next race. Uh, Q1 sets up Q2, Q2, Q3, Q3, Q4, and then we do it all again at a bigger and better level. That's my mindset with this. I'm just trying to keep stringing together seasons of fitness, but I love the full body workout approach and especially with the gorilla corn gain splits, right? So we do, uh, and quarter one, and it'll, it'll probably change quarterly based on what I want to do here. But uh, for gorilla corn gains, uh, uh, the first GG1 is an upper body workout. GG2 is a lower body workout. And then GG3 is a core workout. But all the express workouts are always full body. So what that allows me to do is even if I have to push some workouts back or move things around and I'll get to that later more in the recovery section um, I'm always mostly hitting my full body and that's really critical you know if I was in college and I had three hours a day to train plus and not a lot of commitments and responsibilities and the recovery of a young man um, yeah I I could do the body part shit and uh, but those days are gone and it's also just a situation where from an authenticity standpoint a credibility standpoint the people that I reach, people like you, busy parents and professionals, all right, they don't have the time. They're never going to get that time back until they retire or the kids are out of the house or that type of thing, right? So um, again, it's the commitment to living the way that the people I'm trying to reach are. That's part of why my film space, like it's literally a prison cell, dimension-wise. Like there are no bars. I could put bars up and make it look really authentic, but your, your workout space is probably bigger than mine. And that's where I train and it gives me the discipline to always remember, okay, uh, I got lower ceilings. Uh, what's going to happen if, if someone, uh, you know, has a space as small as me and they can't, you know, get out here on this jump or, you know, so positioning wise, space, equipment, I'm only using that stuff. Uh, besides stuff you won't see in every video, uh, heavy bag, you won't see in every video or the sled. Beyond that, uh, I only use the tools you see on camera. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it with you. And I've got a prison cell without bars that I film and train in that's literally right next to my office, which is five feet away from my kitchen. And uh, that's my level of commitment to what we do this year. And, uh, you know, I, I, through our specialization program to NQ4, uh, really retooled my single leg squat and single uh, arm push-up patterns, improved that a ton. Um, I still have the ability to do a 100-pound get-up pretty much any time I want. want to keep building that. Um, and, uh, I'm at the mark now where I can do, you know, 10 to 12 really good, clean, full range of motion, overhand grip pull-ups. I'd like to get that 15 plus by the end of the year. And then dip wise, uh, I'm around that, that 20 mark. I'd like to push that maybe 25 to 30. And, um, I'd like to be able to get, you know, five really clean single arm push-ups and I... I'm pretty close to the pistol squat. I just got to work on uh, the bottom position, holding that, getting comfortable with that. There's still a little bit of ankle mobility and hip flexion I'm missing, but that improved a ton. So, you know, I, I guess a, a true, honest, you know, no box underneath my butt, unassisted pistol squat, like deep, where I can get down there, sit and relax and come back up perfect form is a great goal. And then boxing wise, you know, uh, I, I, it's funny because I, I sh- I'm sharing some old content from the dailybj.com onto YouTube now, like from 2019. And one of the workouts was, uh, there's, there's some old boxing workouts and I'm looking at them and I'm like, wow, man, I was so stiff. I wasn't extending on my punches. I looked just kind of uh, heavy. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't look light on my feet um, the way I do now. And I've improved so much. And it's also all the mobility work I've done. Like that's part of why I'm not extending on the punches. I had tightness in the shoulders. But because I've done all that scap work, you know, uh, all the focus that we do now, um, it's really allowed the punches to look really smooth. All the work I did in the water, all the the slow and steady shadow boxing with eyes closed, you know, so it's really started to pay dividends. And I want to take my boxing to the point now where I can I can start to like really share some cool stuff that um, not only people won't insult me anymore because, oh, like, you know, he sucks or whatever. But like it can inspire people to really want to do it by showing some incredible combinations, really showing some speed and power, some some movement, uh, kind of like uh, training montage style. So that that's and it's funny because uh, anything I've ever started with, I've sucked at. <laughs> I'm, I've no natural gifts. It's just a lot of discipline, work ethic, work ethic, reps on reps on reps, sets on sets on sets, day by day by day, week by week by week. That's how I built everything in my life, and I continue to take that philosophy in what I do. So uh, now that it's 2023, that's uh, 2019, 2020. So I'm entering like the fifth year of doing it. And that's where like, not only do you get really good at teaching it, but now you can really start to show some cool stuff. And I have the confidence now where like, sure, anyone, I'm all, you know, you're always going to get criticized with stuff, but objectively, there's nothing that you can say wrong about my form. Maybe I have a different approach than you. I'm always showing things that are safe. And again, I'm using boxing for fitness. I'm not trying to teach people how to get into the ring, though I do believe self-defense is a, is a big part of overall physical fitness. Uh, having the confidence to know that if you need to throw your hands around and protect y- yours and your family, uh, you'll be able to do so to the best of your ability. So that is my training approach uh, for 2023. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited about it. We're really going to push the envelope this year, but I'm going to do it in a really safe sustainable way. This will be the biggest kind of slow cooking, boil the frog, uh, Miyagi, like wax on wax off style where like by the end of the year, people are going to be blown away with what they're going to be able to do. So we're going to take a quick break. 
Then I'll be back with the nutrition section. Gorilla Corn Gains 2023 is truly where shred meets gains. My name is BJ Godore. I'm the former fitness director of the Men's Health brand and the author of Your Body's Your Barbell. Each Gorilla Corn Gains workout starts with an instructional component where I coach you through all the movements, how to make it harder, easier, how to modify, and then we get right into a new benefit or feature, follow along. So everything is follow along and automated. The timing is locked in the visual reference. All you gotta do is press play and you're done. Every single workout can be completed in 20 minutes or less. Yes, there's a hybrid program here, right? Where you do a muscle gain workout that's 20 minutes, then move right into a 20 minute fat loss workout. But on days where time is tight, you can just do one of those for a 20 minute routine just to stay in the game. Plus, each month you get an active recovery week in the fourth week where we cut the training volume in half and you just do a 20 minute express workout to allow your body time to heal and grow. Each year starts by going back to the basics, laying that rock solid fitness foundation, but things get progressively harder over the course of the year. By the time you get to November, December, you will not believe how challenging the workouts are, but they'll be sustainable and doable because of this snowball effect throughout the year. For example, in Q1, you'll do an upper body workout on Monday, a lower body workout on Wednesday, and an advanced core workout on Friday. Quarterly, I'll change that split as we shift our focus and get you moving throughout the year. Gorilla Corn Gains includes all of the 2023 Express content, that 60 total killer metabolic fat burning workouts, plus all of this advanced muscle building gains programming. If you've been an Express member, but you want a longer workout, you're looking for more size and strength, you're ready to take on the challenge of these more advanced workouts, Gorilla Corn Gains is exactly what you're looking for. Gorilla Corn Gains uses the exact same equipment as Express, bands, bells, body weight, and med balls with the addition of dip and pull-up bars. Other than that, all this stuff can be used at home and of course, at any gym. Throughout the program, you can ask me any questions about the workouts or if you're struggling with something and help you troubleshoot through it. You can also interact with other rare beasts just like you, busy parents and professionals trying to get the most out of their bodies and finding a way to get it done no matter how busy they are. I'll also be in regular communication with email newsletters to make sure you stay the course and get the most out of the programming and also share more of the method behind the madness of all your workouts. Get ready for a new and improved version of Gorilla Corn Gains. Streamlined, simplified, everything's an hour or less. Shred needs gains, everything is follow along. All you gotta do is press play and get it done. And this is gonna be the most sustainable way to train like me we've ever had before. Get some gains and earn your horn in 2023. And we're back and we're talking nutrition or diet, whatever the hell you want to call it. My least favorite thing, by the way, to talk about. It so happens to be the thing people want to hear about the most, it seems. Maybe it's because I don't cover it much and it's a big gap in what I do, especially like on social media, because again, it's harder unless I'm like making meals and shit, <laughs> you know, it's harder to show this stuff on Instagram, you know, those types of places without just talking and talking stuff doesn't really do as well there. But, um, I've tried to do more of the nutrition piece to more of my, uh, FaceTime training with people or VIPs, you know, cause it's so personalized and individualized or through podcast mediums. Uh, maybe I can do more through newsletter, but I did want to share again, you know, my general approach, you know, I, Part of what you do when you make content or as a coach, you always have to uh, 
understand that there are some people listening to you for the first time. There are some people listening to you for the thousandth time. So, but there's something wrong with hearing the, you know, the basics or the essentials or, you know, the plan over and over again, like a broken record, because that's how it gets instilled. So in the past, I've been too worried about repeating myself. uh, But, you know, repetition is a big part of my success. It's how you do well at anything and get better at anything. So, um, you know, this, if this is a reminder to some people, great. And uh, just reconnect with it. Number one, I focus on a protein and produce foundation. Third component, obviously, water hydration. That's big. I mean, that, those are the things, you know, I start my day and I drink uh, a couple cups of water. I have my athletic greens. And, uh, and then after I do my little meditation box breathing, I I have some coffee and I get right into work and I don't typically eat until about midday. I'll do my midday walk, come back, and then I'll have, uh, my kind of first meal more, uh, my midday meal, you know, and that is, that can vary, but I I keep it light and it's typically either going to be, uh, you know, a protein shake with maybe a piece of fruit if I'm really keeping things tight, I'm talking just like straight, a couple scoops of protein powder and water, uh, maybe some flax meal added for fiber and omega-3s, and then maybe a, a grapefruit. It's in season right now, and um, I'm a big fan of grapefruits, a big fan of citrus in general. Uh, but that, you know, that's a nice midday meal for me right now. And then I don't eat again until after my workout uh, at the end of the day. And, uh, and that's going to be like a bigger traditional protein and produce meal where, you know, I'm talking you know, for me, at least 12 to 16 ounces of meat. And I I eat a wide variety of meat, you know, lamb, beef. uh, I do seafood and fish when I can. And, you know, chicken, obviously, omega-3 eggs. I I will say one thing I have been doing lately is my midday meal, I'll just, you know, hard boil eight omega-3 eggs. And I like to soft boil them for about six minutes, a little bit of yolk and a little bit of run in them. Nice and, ooh, nice and tasty. But, even though eggs, the price of eggs have, of course, gone up recently, it's still like the most affordable way to get essential fats and essential amino acids. They're very filling, super easy to make and portable and convenient. And uh, I'll throw some extra virgin olive oil, some salt, pepper, crushed red pepper, maybe it's a little bit of hot sauce too. And I'll just eat that. And I'm, I'm good with it. It's a great meal. Like I don't mind it. And uh, I have a piece of grapefruit on the side, uh, you know, and that, that's been kind of my jam uh, lately just because it's, it's really... Uh, filling and energizing for me. I'm not worried about the cholesterol piece. Uh, Some people are, and and maybe that's when you can use more egg whites or, uh, you know, rotate it a little bit so you're not having them daily. It's up to you. But, you know, that's also a really nice, simple approach for me. Because again, protein and produce, but also simple ass meals. That's always been my thing. I don't like, you know, there are people out there that make a living sharing meal prep and stuff like that and fancy meals and stuff like that. No one can do that. No one's doing that. It's too expensive. It takes up too much time. If you, if, you, if you live in the real world and you got a lot of work to do, you know, you don't have time for that shit. And I, I certainly don't have time for it. And how am I going to show it if I don't make the time for it in my actual life? So there's other people who can go for, for, for high-end meal prep and like creative, clean comfort foods and stuff like that. You know, maybe you incorporate that on Saturdays, right? You got a little more time. You can do it with your spouse or significant other. Maybe get the kids involved. Great, but that's not practical. Those types of things aren't practical for the average person. So I'm a big fan of, you know, especially fall, winter soups, stews, 
you know, uh, chicken soup, chilies, whether it be white chicken chili or traditional beef or meat chilies, you know, I, I can go to all these and, and like for 75 bucks, uh, definitely less than a hundred. I, I can get all the things I need to make a big batch of, uh, soup stews or chilies that give me dinners for, for my wife and I the whole week. And you know, that's, that's what works. That, that, I mean, you know, it's like, I don't need to make it fancy. I'm not looking, especially during the week, I'm not looking for, like, I get the variety and the excitement in my food on the weekends when I go out with my wife to a special dinner or if we want to make a special meal at home on, on Saturday when we finally have time uh, to do it, you know, and, and put, put uh, you know, put some TLC into a really quality home-cooked meal. But, again, we, we don't have that time. I'm typically going uh, six to six most days and uh you know I, I as part of what I do I you know I, I work most weekends you know I do FaceTime Saturday morning uh Sunday is actually my biggest work day of the week and uh that's how we set things up so I'm going pretty hard man I'm going pretty hard and um I also know too that you know people I want more I want more variety the, the variety folk, man, they never get great results. They're, they're not the people that are, that are leading the way in any industry. The variety people, uh, I'm sorry to say, and don't take, don't take offense to this, but they just don't have the discipline. You know, they, they, they don't have the discipline to get used to a type of routine that you're going to rely on and run with for weeks and months and years on end. And they'll always wonder why they're not where they're trying to, they're not where they want to be. They'll always wonder, and, and they tend to diminish people. Oh, they're robots, they're Terminators. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. That's, that's what it is, you know, because when you're focused on a result or a goal or a process, it makes it much easier to stay the course, you know, and I just have that, you know, I, I've got the foresight with it because I made all these mistakes with diet over the years. I've had, I've had the eating disorders and stuff like that with it. You know, binging, uh, starving, binging, starving, binging, over-exercising, all that stuff. I'm at the point now when I'm 40, uh, and I've been working on this since I was 14, right? I finally am a good, at a good place with food, like where I'm, I can go and travel if I want, and I'm not going to stress about what I'm going to be eating because I can plan and prepare in advance. You know, I can get shredded before I go on vacation. I can overtrain before I go on vacation, so I don't have to worry about my workouts and actually make it recovery-based and just get movement through the various activities that that unique location provides, you know, hiking, water play, whatever it is, right? Um, and then I, I just, I, I plan in advance. I look at the week. I don't look at, uh, you know, a lot of people look at like their nutrition as like today, I'm looking at the full week. I'm looking at the total calories over the course of the week, which results in the average daily calories, so to speak. I'm not counting anything, but I'm looking at things um, and planning ahead. And I rely on, these simple ass meals to get me through it. I don't want to think, I don't have the time. Uh, if that isn't what, what works for you, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to change. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I'm never going to be someone who's going to like try to, uh, make it more difficult than it is. And I also know that, uh, people that like get really into meal prep and like, Oh, I'm making these fancy ass meals. Oh, it tastes so good. And that's not sustainable. You know, just like your two hour workouts aren't, you know, uh, or, you know, that, those types of things. So I just got to touch base on that and make you understand um, if you want to keep going the variety route and always 
uh, finding yourself back at square one, uh, you know, that, that's, that's your calling. Keep doing it. Supplement-wise, the only supplement I take every day uh, is Athletic Greens. And I have a special link in the description here. You get five free travel packs plus a one-year supply of vitamin D, athleticgreens.com slash BJGadur, B-J-G-A-D-D-O-U-R. It covers my micronutrition. You know, I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, a lot of produce, but I know I don't eat a, a wide enough variety of it. I also know that foods don't have the same nutritional value they used to for too many reasons to cover. So it, it's just kind of my um, nutritional backup, my nutritional insurance, 75 whole food ingredients, 8 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables in a single serving and the best tasting greens on the market. Uh, you know, so it just, again, like when I look for people to get advice from with this stuff, it's people that actually make money from their body. That if they, if something happened to their body uh, and it, they couldn't provide for their family, wow, that, that's information I really want to know because, you know, it's, it's real information. It matters. So that's what I put in my body every single day. And the only thing I would add supplement-wise um, is, uh, you know, essential amino acids pre or post-workout or uh, creatine and beta-alanine. Creatine is useful for short bursts, like 10-second or less efforts. And beta-alanine is kind of excellent for, you know, 30, to, 30 seconds to two minutes of like, you know, that glycolytic or a pump and burn work where it can give you a little more endurance. And uh, I've always liked those two supplements. I'm not taking them currently because I ran out and I forgot to get more of them. But those are the only supplements I take. But I always take Athletic Green. Sometimes I cycle off or just I run out of the essential amino acids and the creatine and beta alanine. But that's it, man. And, you know, my diet um, in terms of how, how it changes, like one thing I'll say I am going to be doing the 28-day post-holiday shred. It's been a long time since I, uh, I, can't, I can't remember the last time I didn't give myself weekly flexibility, meaning like I have a cheat meal or like, honestly, I, I give myself multiple days most times throughout the year where I can kind of have some flexibility. I, I just don't overdo it as much anymore, but um, I've never had this much balance in my diet and I've never had so much, so little anxiety around it. Um, and, and I'm looking, in my opinion, the best I've looked, uh, ever consistently year round. Uh, but I, I feel like I need to push myself like I used to like, and just for some perspective, you know, there was a time where I, I went 16 weeks where the only carbohydrates I had were green vegetables. I mean, low, like super low, like the type that no one else can really do, you know? And I always go to it as well. Like I'll share this story briefly, but you know, my, my father would eat, Cans of sardines, uh, cheap bread, and harissa, which is a spicy red pepper paste, uh, you know, very uh, specific to North African cuisine. And uh, even when he started making money in this country and, and built his way up from a, a cable guy to uh, an engineer that would run uh, telecom and fiber optic projects across the whole entire state of Wisconsin, he, he, he never deviated from that. A sardine bread and harissa diet. I never understood it. Like, you, you know, just, you can eat, you, you can eat something else. Right. But uh, again, it's a, the discipline. I think he never wanted to forget where he came from. And, um, it's not like I'm asking you to just eat sardines, bread and harissa. All right. You can still get some diversity in your diet, but you know, again, it's just, uh, I always look at it diet to me. And again, part of it is because, you know, my father being Muslim, um, 
I, I, I fasted entire months of Ramadan before and you can't, you know, from sun up to sundown, you can't eat or drink, uh, no water. That's really the challenge of it. It's a no water. And I've, I played football seasons with it. So I've developed such a discipline, um, from diet over the years. And, and I know when I push myself in that regard, cause nothing's harder than like, uh, depriving yourself of, of food and water. That's really tough. And that's where you really build some mental strength, endurance, uh, you know, stamina, toughness, and resilience. And, uh, but I, I remember it's been a while since I've really pushed myself. So I'm going to, I'm going to do the advanced diet. Uh, it starts February 13th, the day after the Super Bowl. Um, you're going to want to do this, this plan. You know, this is the second start for most people. Their, their second new year, I call it the day after the Super Bowl, um, where you can really kind of get after things and, uh, you know, you, you can take on an unsustainable plan for a specific uh, acceleration of results that really gets momentum going for the rest of the year. Uh, but, you know, really the only thing that changes for me, like if I'm going, if normal diet, I, I give myself maybe, uh, you know, a couple meals of flexibility work a couple days, you know, and then uh, that's really what changes for me. If I'm more shred focused, I have less flex- flexibility or I make the window tighter. If I have more gains focused, I give myself more flexibility. I also might turn that midday meal into prots, which is, uh, you know, oatmeal with some protein powder and berries and, you know, just a higher carb meal. Um, what if I'm more of a gains focus or more shred focus, I, I, I just basically keep it more protein, uh, protein and fat based. And uh, that's how I've always kind of cycled my carbs and calories that way. I tend to always have, uh, I, I keep higher carb days to higher activity days. And on lower activity days, I tend, I, I tend to be lower carb. I, I just keep that as a, a principle because it helps me stay lean year round. It gives me um, the ability to still build muscle, but also be lean or, or burn fat at the same time based on what I'm working on. And, um, but, but I am going to push myself hard in this post-holiday shred. And I, I want to see if I can get you know the leanest I've ever been at 40. So uh, get ready for the post-holiday shred, man. On February 13th, we'll be back with Recovery Next. My name is BJ Gador. I'm the former fitness director of the Men's Health brand and the author of Your Body's Your Barbell. One of the very few benefits of the global pandemic was it forced people to get more comfortable with online training and virtual coaching. Since then, I've been doing FaceTime training and consulting with busy parents or professionals or fitness business owners. If you're a fitness enthusiast, I can take you through a live workout or a fitness assessment to kind of gauge where you are right now. And if desired, sessions can also be more discussion-based for support and accountability or nutritional guidance. I also do brand and business consultations for fitness pros. Each session lasts 30 to 60 minutes based on your goals and your schedule. Each session costs $300 or you can buy a three-pack for $600 and essentially get one session for free. Buying a pack of sessions not only saves you money, but it helps us get to know each other better and I can provide a more customized, complete fitness experience for you, even though it's from a distance. I was initially really skeptical about how this whole FaceTime training would work, uh, how many times we'd be messing with the camera, getting in place, telling people what to do, but I'll tell you what, what we do is we focus on fewer things and I've been blown away with how much we actually get done in every session. Here are some testimonials of those that have worked with me on this particular service. 
If you're looking to take your fitness game up a notch in 2023, there's nothing I can recommend more highly than doing FaceTime sessions with BJ Gador. It's great because you have that coach with you there walking you through step-by-step step any workout you want to do. I've done strength training sessions with him, and in particular, I've really benefited from boxing. Uh, I've picked up boxing from BJ Gador, have never done a boxing um, session or class anywhere besides with BJ, and I've progressed tremendously over this year in 2022 because I've had the ability to work with him one-on-one -on -one, and he's walked me through each aspect of the movement. Um, it's great because I have him there for support, um, but also to make sure that I'm performing the moves correctly and also avoiding things like injury. As we get older, that's one thing you need to avoid. So again, I can't highly recommend more BJ's FaceTime sessions for 2023 if you're looking to get them gains. FaceTime with BJ Gador is a fantastic way of getting advice right then and there to see what you need to work on, what needs to be fixed. I'm personally a very hands-on visual person, so I like to do the technique along with BJ. And he asks me questions, how it feels, I'm honest with him, and he suggests tweaks to make to make it better. Be it an exercise, a stretch, or whatever we're working on, and it makes such a difference. I cannot emphasize how much I get out of it. For example, we were doing stretches for dips. I'm not the greatest on stretches. I did them, he showed me how. I can get so much deeper and my shoulders aren't screaming at me. You can ask for anything more. Let me tell you about FaceTime coaching with BJ Gador. So I'm a trainer, I'm a gym owner. I've been doing this for about 16 years. I also play sport, kind of beat my body up and hit the wall about six months ago. Shoulder pain, knee pain, couldn't squat, couldn't run. This guy put me on the right track. Uh, I'm now doing pull-ups and presses better than I have in a decade. This past weekend, I did a 30-minute continuous lunge. Felt amazing. I'm running. I feel like I'm 10 years younger. Uh, he's also been able to help me out with my business. Uh, just all aspects, mindset of fitness. If you want elite coaching, this is your guy. If you're looking to go one-on-one -on -one with yours truly, this is the only way to do it, and you will get my full focus and attention in helping you make a serious change. Right, baby maybe the most important thing to talk about is recovery but I wonder if that is the wrong way to describe it what it really is is stress management and that's what I've been historically terrible at especially as a young man taking on way too much not knowing when to say no overwhelming my system and not planning and preparing uh, far enough ahead where uh, you know certain uh, series of things have to happen simultaneously that just overwhelm you and put you in a situation of like true fight or flight and it's one of those things right I look at the history of my life you know the most stressful situations right pressure makes diamonds sometimes you get pushed into a corner and you fight your way out and you achieve something you never thought possible I'm all about that but we don't have to make things harder than they have to be and also at this age I have to pick my spots I have to plan and prepare so that for example um, I don't have my hardest training week on the day of multiple shoot days, where on a week where I have to do multiple shoots or I have to get new content out or there's other big projects in the mix or I'm traveling, right? So that's the biggest thing about this. And part of what helps me be better at this now is uh, where I would focus on doing something hard every single day in the past, um, you know, punishing myself instead of taking care of myself. You know, now um, I bake in four lighter days every week, no matter what. 
as I mentioned, the training section, three full body workouts a week, and the other four days are more recovery focused so I can heal, grow, and change from those workouts and always stay ahead of the recovery curve, meaning no matter what, every week, at least four of the days are more recovery focused, and uh, that's going to keep me in the game with this long term. So that's, that's really important. You know, and with that, uh, you know, if you look at our, I do Gorilla Corn Gains, which is expressed in the Gorilla Corn programming. So what we do is uh, for three weeks of every month, you do your Gorilla Corn Gain 20 minute, then you do your Express 20 minute, that's 40 minutes of training. And the fourth week of every month, you just do the Express only and you cut the Gorilla Corn Gains workouts. So we're unloading, cutting the volume and intensity in half, so to speak, with just uh, three 20 minute full body sessions. And, um, you know, that's a way to kind of build a recovery in, but never stop doing something, right? Um, So, you know, that's kind of locked in as well. But because that's available to me, it allows me to also, um, you know, push some workouts back some days. You know, and that's the biggest thing is I used to, uh, in the past, I would do like hard workouts uh, leading up into a shoot. uh, And then I come into the shoot like sore, stiff. I don't know what I was thinking. It was so dumb looking back at it, but uh, it's what I did. And, um, you know, now I'm like, no, like the way I set things up, if I have a, a full day shoot, even a half day shoot now, um, I, I do very little the day before and I, I'll take almost a full recovery the day after. I try to be as, I try to bookend a full shoot day, which by the way, like if you've never done it, you got no, you, I hate to say it, you won't be able to do it. You've got no shot at doing it. And if you haven't, like, it's brutal, man. Like, it's so tough. Like, just think about being on your feet all day and how challenging that is. If you had to be on your your feet all day. Some some of you have those jobs, but then you mix in talking, entertaining, coaching, and then doing, like, challenging fitness movements like single arm push-ups. And by the end of the day, man, like, I, I the next day when I do my... Uh, heart rate variability readings and my resting heart rate. My resting heart rate can be up like 10 to 15 beats a minute. My heart rate variability can tank. Um, and then I almost feel like if I, if I don't take it easy today, I, could get, I, I might get sick because the stress just shocks my immune system to the point where, you know, I feel like I played a football game. Um, so I feel like I've, I got into like a small car accident. And then, um, you know, again, like you're just compromised. So, you know, as, as I plan my shoots, I can say, okay, I'm, I'm going to push that workout back. I'm going to move things around. I'm going to make this shoot as easy on my body as possible by coming in fully recovered. And then the next day, it's just heavy recovery. Maybe I'll walk, but I, I won't even, I won't do any sledding, no boxing. Uh, the stuff I typically do on off days or active recovery days, like it's just straight like a light walk. Um, and then, you know, hot tub or contrast therapy, lots of mobility and, uh, you know, just lots of rest. And that's something that was not for me in the past. And I bring this up because, you know, I have, I was talking with a physician the other day and, um, you know, some, some days, like sometimes he has like a 36 hour shift. So what I was trying to help him with is you got to plan ahead for that. Uh, when you have those 36 hour shifts on your schedule, you should not be training the day before or after because you have to give your body and your mind the ability to recover from that insane amount of stress. And in, in this case, People's bodies and lives are actually on the line. Uh, not that they aren't in fitness, but definitely more so when we're talking medical, right? But if you don't plan ahead for that and you've got a 36-hour shift, uh, A, if you do do intense workouts, 
uh, before and after that, it might compromise your ability to be effective at work. Hate to say it, but you know that's when your fitness can take away from your job or your life. And with that, if you don't plan ahead for it and move things around appropriately, you're probably not going to do the workouts and you're going to feel guilty about it and you're not going to get in the total number of sessions. So what I'm trying to say is, uh, and this can be when you have a, a big peak performance at work coming up or a big stressful uh, project at work coming up. It could also be when you have travel coming up and stuff like that. you got to plan and prepare ahead and ideally try to make sure that the more stressful weeks of life are the easier weeks of training. All right. And that's that's really what's been the, the biggest shift for me is that if I didn't do that now, uh, that's when like I get triggered with issues with mood and, um, you know, really making myself just not the person I want to be from the stress. Stress eats me up and spits me out and I'm capable of surviving it, but not at the expense of being um, just not the most, most fun person to be around. And I don't want to do that anymore. So I am going to plan ahead for it. And when I see that a big shoot day is coming up, um, if it means that I have to push a workout back, and, and, and that's part of that recovery week is I, I might actually do full scale of training the recovery week because maybe in the third week I had a big shoot. So I, I just kind of use, I'm, I was smart about it and I made those kind of more rest focused and then I knew I could pick it up in the fourth week. So that, that's, that flexibility is kind of built into our gorilla corn gain schedule for that reason too. And um, if I can't get to every single workout every single month, again, uh, a film shoot is the equivalent of like, if it's a half day, it's at least two workouts on the body. If it's a full day, it's probably like four workouts on the body or more. So, you know, I may not be able to stick exactly to the outline calendar, but I'm getting in enough activity and I'm okay with that at this age. Uh, One thing I do every day to start my day, at least four or five days of the week, is I, I do a daily 10-minute uh, box breath meditation. And I use the core meditation trainer. It's handheld. It vibrates. It actually it, it does my resting heart rate and my heart rate variability. And it just gives me some biometrics that I can kind of lean on. You know, um, there are some days like I'll wake up and, and I'm like, I'm so under-recovered that um, it actually helps inform how, what I'm going to do today. Maybe not. Maybe I'll just do a half day of work and I'm going to take a total day off from exercise because um, doing anything today would just it would set me back further. My body is obviously like it needs it. Something it, it, it whatever I did this last five to ten days has taken its toll. So um, it informs me. I don't always like some days it says I'm under recover, but I feel good and um, I'll still do what I had planned. But you know, more often than not, lately if if the numbers tell me you know, and the way this measures heart rate variability. Uh, the higher it is, the better the better recovered you are. The lower it is, the less recovered you are. Across all things, resting heart rate, whenever that's elevated, that's not a good thing. That just means that rest, your heart's working harder than it should. So that's an indication to you that I got to dial back. I got to be smart about this. I got to get it where I need it to be. Not in the 60s and 70s. Ideally, you want it to be in the 50s or lower. So, you know, that that's something that I kind of stay in check with. And that box breath for me too, you know, it's it's easy to start the day with like, I got to get so many things done every day. Like my mind is spinning. So it, it trains me to find calm and focus. And every time a distraction or something comes into my mind, I've got to focus back on my breath. So it really helps me get that kind of uh, locked in mentality that I can pull into my workouts, to my work, to film shoots. Um, 
and it gives me a practice where my, my whenever I start box breathing, and I do it when I walk, I do it when I invert, I'll talk about that next, it just instantly shifts me to calm and focus. I do it when I jump into cold water, and uh, it helps me not feel the cold and just focus on my breath. Basically, I, I've got a routine now that I can lean on anytime things get shady, stressful, or um, I feel like I'm losing control, or I'm, I'm just scatterbrained. I can find calm and focus, and it's a great way to start the day. And uh, the way I have it, I, I, don't, I can't have my morning coffee until I do my 10-minute meditation. And uh, that's because and, I love coffee. And uh, after I do it, I see, how, I see where I'm at biometrically. Uh, but I also lean on subjective. I know when I need to rest. I know when I want to push it, and I'm ready to push it. But this gives me kind of that objective uh, feedback to lean on as well. Because um, sometimes, you know, we bite off more than we can chew, and that's definitely been the case for me over the years. I do a daily walk, um, except for the time I took three months off from walking. Um, and I try to do that midday. And then I, I'm just in that EHO every hour in the hour. I'm doing some sort of mobility for at least a minute, hanging on the bar, the pull-up bar, um, doing some hip stretches, you know, whatever it is. Again, because I got the gym right there, man. I'm just set up to go right in there and, and keep it loose. But the, the thing I've added uh, that I added the last month of 2022 that I'm now doing as many days as I can. Uh, the only days I won't do it if, if I'm traveling, I don't have access to it, but I invested in an inversion table from Amazon that has a uh, on it as well uh, a vibrating heated massager actually on the spine while you're inverting. And you know, pretty much ever since I was 35, I've started, I started to wake up with just tightness in my lower back. It's not just because you wake up dehydrated and the spine, the discs themselves are dehydrated so they're stiff and, and can be achy, but uh, I, I just believe after a certain number of years in the planet, man, gravity has taken its effect and the compression, the compressional nature of gravity has just, it, it takes away, uh, the space between the intervertebral discs. You know, there's just more compre- there's more potential grinding and wear and tear on those discs. And I, I had mentioned on previous podcasts too, like, um, uh, you know, I, I've had from heavy back squatting, uh, deadlifting, you know, I've had, I've strained my back before, but uh, last year on camera for one of the workouts, I injured my lower back and, I, and I, I kept going because we had to keep filming and Naomi had to go do something. So I just had no choice, but I injured it at the start of the video and then keep go, kept going. And, and I ended up experiencing for about eight to 12 hours, I couldn't sleep that night. It was the worst pain I've experienced in my life. And I've broken uh, my arms, both arms I've broken twice. I've injured every area of my body. I've torn up my knees I've had four surgeries on my knees. I, you know, I've, I've torn up my lip. Um, I, I've had so many injuries, but that was like, I was at about the eight hour mark, man. I, I was in tears. The pain was re- relentless. And I, I was, I was shook. Like, I didn't know like if I was going to be able to do my job. And in full disclosure, it took me about six to eight months to heal from that. Like fully heal. Like I, I was compromised from spring on last year with my lower back from that injury. So I was so shook from it that I'm like, I am investing in my spinal health. And since I've been doing the daily inversion, I do 10 minutes uh, a day. I typically like to do it after I walk. I get the lymphatic drainage, but really I get the decompression. I feel, I literally feel the space being created in my lower back. And my lower back has, has not felt this good since I was like a baby. Now, when I take a break from it, um, which I did during a getaway recently, the stiffness, the morning stiffness came back. I'm like, wow, so it really is making a difference. So daily inversion, um, as I mentioned on 
the episode 153 of the Recovery Podcast and also 7 Ways to Maximize Off Days, a recent episode I did. Uh, I do daily heat, mobility, and massage, whether it's heating pads or the hot tub or hot shower. Uh, I like to do contrast therapy too, mixing in the cold. Check that episode for more there, but um, that's a daily thing. That that's that's like and it, when I'm when I'm short on time or I have to pick between a workout and that. More often than not, I'll pick I'll do the heat, mobility, and massage because it makes me feel good. And the most important thing for me now at this age is I gotta I'm I'm just always prone to getting stiff and tight. I gotta do things that loosen me up and energize me that don't overly wear me down, especially when I've been worn down from work and long days. And I have, I have no guilt about it. I have no guilt about it anymore. If I've got to take an extra day off, I do it. I don't care. I'll be fine. I've already banked in so many reps. Um, I got to focus on what's most important for me now. And again, that's being the best coach I can be and, and, and keeping up with the workload. Uh, I mentioned the flexibility of the fourth. We can plan around the shoots. And that's really the biggest thing. It's like, take a look at your calendar this year and try to get ahead of what will be the most stressful times for yourself and make sure you're not doing your hardest workouts uh, those weeks or at least you're allowing yourself more recovery time those weeks um, because when you get caught in that that pressure cooker, uh, especially as you get older, man, it'll wear you down and, and that's when people quit and they stop. We don't We don't want that to happen, okay? Plan ahead. Stress management. I'll be back with business next. VIP Virtual Coaching is a personal trainer in your pocket. My name is BJ Gador. I'm the former fitness director of the Men's Health brand and the author of Your Body's Your Barbell. VIP Virtual Coaching is an additional service for those trainees looking to get the most out of their programming at thedailybj.com that they purchase separately. VIP members get exclusive access to my phone for text, audio, and video messaging during the weekdays with a 24-hour guaranteed response time. You can ask me any questions about your workouts. You can send me videos if you're performing exercises for my review so you're doing the moves properly. And you can also send me screenshots of your meals to make sure you're eating right to support your goals. There's nothing quite like having a world-class coach in your corner. I'm there to help guide you through the process, troubleshoot things along the way, and obviously help you get the most out of your programs. Just listen to what some of my VIPs have to say about this service. I've been a client of BJ's for about nine years now, and I have to say, this year has probably been one of the best so far because of the distance coaching. The distance coaching has made a significant difference in my training this year. BJ's feedback on my performance, on my form, has allowed me to really master a lot of the moves that I thought I was actually executing properly, and lo and behold, I wasn't. Because of this, I've been able to train harder and train better and get more out of every workout. I highly recommend it. BJ Gador offered the VIP virtual coaching. I went for it. I like the idea I could work out whenever I want to and get the advice of a personal trainer. Being an exercise that didn't feel right to me or I was a little concerned I wasn't hitting the targeted muscle, I'd record it, send it to BJ, and he'd either let me know, eh, it's fine, or he'd suggest tweaks, be it through a text, a short video, even pictures. He's also sent me longer videos that he's done in the past, suggestions to watch, to make sure I understood what he was getting at. I'm a visual gal, so that really helps. He's also observed and made suggestions for my nutrition that I really appreciate. I'm so glad I did the VIP virtual coaching and I would highly recommend. The virtual coaching has, has been clutch for me. 
because there are times in the past where I've needed help with my form and I've been able to send him videos of my work. He's been able to correct it in sessions online. Or there's been times where I've lost my motivation and maybe I'm not as interested in working out today. Or uh, I start to play the comparison game and look online and notice that, gosh, why is this guy bigger than me? Or what is he doing? What is he not doing? And BJ's there to give me positivity and explain to me things, um, how I can improve and focus on myself. And he's really helped me uh, make exercise a part of my life. I tend to think of myself as a pretty fit individual, but one of the best decisions that I made over this past year in the year of 2022 was to join uh, BJ Ghidorah's VIP uh, personal training program, um, where I basically have a fitness instructor, a coach uh, on demand. I can text him, um, send him some audio messages um, to make sure that I'm on the right track and uh, keeping in line with my fitness goals for the year. Um, I think probably one of the most rewarding aspects, um, besides keeping me motivated and um, the constant and push that I get from BJ is that you can send him videos of different moves that we've been working on all year and I have um, the confidence that I know that I'm doing things correctly um, and that my form is great and that I'm improving and moving in the right direction. Um, so if you're looking to up your fitness game in 2023, I can't recommend any higher BJ's VIP training program where you basically have a, a coach uh, on demand to help you out whenever you need it. Get some gains. If you're a VIP member, I literally pin you to the top of my phone contacts list. I'm always thinking of you, you're always top of mind, and I will go out of my way to make sure you have the best possible experience at thedailybj.com. Yo, fourth and final category, business. You know, in this action, I'm most excited to talk about because I don't really talk enough about it. And, you know, part of what, if I look at legacy in this, you know, there, there's a limit to how many people I can impact when it comes to fitness. Because the reality of it is most people won't look at my stuff unless they identify with me. So the reason, if I look at things, because I study my, my analytics, our demographics, you know, I, I have the biggest following with men between 35 and 55. So, you know, men above and below my age, 40. Now, about 25% of the people that follow me are under 35 or over 55 and are women or identify separately for men. Um, but a lot of that is because I got a lot of people to follow me through the work I did with men's health, you know, et cetera. But that alone will limit me forever, right? Again, people, the way fitness tends to work in the beginning People want to look like someone, all right? And they're like, let me do what they do. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's the game. And that's what I've heard repeatedly over the years from people that get started with us. Um, or they've identified with, with a story, right? Oh, you used to be fat and you got fit. I want to do what he did. Or he had knee pain, so do I. And this is what he did to get through that. So it's, it's aspirational. And typically it's, it's very, it's about your story, right? But there's all these other people out there that will not identify with me ever for whatever reason, you know, um, whether it be ethnicity or anything like that. And that, that's, that's okay. This is just what happens. So if I'm able to actually help trainers more, that's where I can have my biggest impact because so many trainers out there trying to find a way to make a living in the most competitive time there ever was for fitness. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are out of, out of business because of what the pandemic did, especially if they owned a gym and, so now more than ever, you've got to be uh, a crafty business person 
to stay in the game when it comes to uh, making money with fitness. And it's not a dirty thing. In fact, I hope you make as much money as possible because you won't be able to, you won't be able to do what you want to do uh, without making enough money, period. You can't impact people the right way you need to impact them. And you deserve to live your best life if you're sharing things that help people get the most out of their minds and bodies and souls. So, you know, get rid of that uh, mindset. You know, it's about helping people, but most important thing is making money. Because if you're making money, you can help people for a longer period of time and it's not as stressful as it needs to be and you'll, you won't start hating it. You know, it sucks when people aren't listening to you and you don't feel like you're making an impact and you're not be able to provide for your family. No matter how much passion you have for it, at some point, it'll suck you dry if you're not making enough money. So you got to be comfortable with, with pursuing it and pursuing it like any savvy business person. And the mindset, the best way I can describe it as someone who's had really good years and not so good years, especially recently, uh, and then rebuilding and having you know what we hope to be our best year ever this year, um, there's a mindset to doing good business. Especially as an entrepreneur, when when it's if when things are going well, you're responsible. When things are going poorly, you're most responsible. So um, it's it's you, nobody else. And you basically trade the forty hour work week for probably eighty to hundred hours plus, uh, having to work most weekends. Like you know, it's it's not all. It's uh, you know, uh, <laughs> there's pros and cons, right? And, and the mentality is that of a Terminator. You got to be a killer. You got to be willing to go out there and get yours. And you got to be willing to do it day in and day out. If I'll leave you with two words, relentless marketing. Relentless. And relentless, I think, also implies a level of fearlessness too. You got to be willing to try things. And you got to be willing to uh, fail. And the way I've looked at things lately, when I, when I get in a funk... And I'm not getting the response. Basically what happens is I'm not getting what I believe I deserve in terms of response. I worked a lot, really hard on this. Oh, I think enough, you know, like shares, engagement, whatever. And that can like depress you. Whereas now I'm like, oh, it doesn't, didn't do well. Okay, I'm going to figure out what it was to the best of my ability so that I can not do that again. Or maybe it was just, I, I put it out at the wrong time or whatever it was. It just didn't do as well as it should have. okay. No problem because I have I have something coming out next, you know. And, and by relentless marketing, I mean I look at that like the daily jab or the daily single. All right, whether you want to go baseball or boxing, you know, I will get out daily two to three marketing posts across social media, and I'll get at least one a day. Now there might be some times where I'll take uh, a day off, or if I do a vacation or something, and I can't schedule them in advance. Uh, I can schedule things in advance on some platforms, but but not others. Uh, I'm just going to be okay with not posting that day because I'll end up averaging at least you know two a day over the course of the year. But I was posting three times a day for about eight straight weeks, uh, you know, really leading up until the new year here to really help with our marketing and it paid dividends because I was getting my website out there. And I was getting my material out there at, at, at a clip none of my competitors were. Because my competitors were taking time off on Christmas and New Year's. But those, those are the days I, were, I was posting sometimes four times a day because I knew, and I know, you got to get people when, you got to strike when the iron is hot. This, these are the times where people make decisions with fitness and then they won't make another one until the next year. And um, 
as a fitness business owner, it, my December and January determines the entire fiscal year. So um, <laughs> maybe at some point I, get, I can get to the point where I can be so far ahead of content that I can actually take those months off. But for now, I got to be comfortable with working sometimes on Thanksgiving, sometimes on Christmas, sometimes on New Year's, um, because that's what the job requires. And that's when my competitors are resting. So I'll get out there. I'm going to keep being that fucking Terminator and I won't stop. And I don't care if something doesn't do well. In fact, it motivates me even more because I'm going to come back and I'm going to, I'm going to throw right back in the algorithm's face. I'm going to get so many posts out that I get so much data. That's the other piece. If you're not posting enough, how do you know what works and what doesn't? And you, you can't learn enough to know how to change your future content. So if you, if you, if you like make a couple posts and they don't do well and like, let me take a break or let me stop. Well, you're not getting enough data. At the end of the day, it's about compliance, right? And I, I shared this, like, uh, it was an email about the, my 5,000th Instagram post. Uh, and basically over the course of a decade, I averaged 1.36 posts a day. So really, I've, you've got to be willing to get at least a, a, a post a day. And, you know, with that, you got to always be selling. If you're not, and I've done this in the past too, I do all the work. I get out this great content. I don't tell people where to find me. I don't share my website. What a fucking idiot. You know, probably noticed lately, every single post I do, you'll see at least GorillaCornGains.com or TheDailyBJ.com because they need to see that URL repeatedly. I know there's that, that rule people say at least eight times. They got to see something before they take action. It's probably more. And I want to get my URL. And this, this is the same approach with email marketing too. I try to get at least an email newsletter a day. I don't care if people unsubscribe. I don't care. I don't care if I lose people. I got to keep getting the link in front of people's face. Otherwise, they won't click. All right? And if they're not clicking links, you're not making money online. People got to click links. You got to get links to people's faces. It's really that simple. But you got to always be selling. And if you believe in what you do, it shouldn't be difficult. You know, like I've had, when I've had uh, slumps in my business, sometimes I'm like, wow, I'm so good at selling someone else's product, but I, I, I'm, why do I suck at selling my own? Maybe that's because I don't believe in it. And there were times where I didn't because, uh, especially as a subscription business took such a huge hit during the pandemic, um, like we just weren't getting people to do free trials. I couldn't get a free trial. There, a month would pass. I couldn't get one fucking free trial. But what was happening is because of that, I stopped promoting because I'm like, I'm not getting free trials, so why even promote? So it, it's, it's, again, a negative feedback loop. I believe in what I'm doing. There will be times a year where we're making, getting more trials, making more money, whatever else. There's ebbs and flows to all of this. But if I'm not mentioning my website daily, whose fault is it when people aren't signing up? It's my fault. So you might worry about being too, too salesy with it, whatever else. If the content is good and they get value from it, and my whole thing is everything I post for the most part gives you something that you can take immediate action to get better on today. So if what comes with that is promotion of my program or an ad at the end of the video and you have a problem with that, honestly, fuck off because this is business. I'm not here just to give you free information for free because I still have a lot more work to do financially to secure my future and the future of my family. I, have some, I would love to really like do some crazy things for my friends and family in the future. If I'm just being honest, I'm not there yet. Um, but you know, part of what I have to do to get there is I could just got to be relentless with my marketing and I have to always be selling and be okay with that because 
my content is better or just as good as anyone else out there in my space. With that piece two, and I've already started doing it and it's stressful as fuck, but it's paid dividends um, and it takes time. I have to grow and develop my team. I've got to build a better infrastructure because I can't do this by myself. Uh, 2022, 2021, 22, 21, 22 is the peak of like me trying to uh, wear every hat. And I needed to because of the fact we were struggling financially and people just weren't interested in fitness anymore the way they used to be. So, um, you know, designing all the images, doing a lot of video editing, you know, filming myself, um, like there's only so many hours in the day and, and, and me working on that stuff. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a videographer. I'm not an editor. I'm not a graphic designer, but when I had to do those tasks and I've gotten better at them, but I'm still not like elite. It just takes away from what I am elite at, which is being a coach a motivator, and just, you know, my program design, I put ahead, no one can touch me on program design. Nobody. I'll go to head with, I'll go head to head with anybody. And it's not just because of the way I put things together. It's because I can put things together um, knowing the natural balance of structure and variety that's needed for what's most important, which is compliance. People got to keep doing them. I see some of these people that have like, uh, you know, maybe blown up or, and, and I've looked at some of their programs like, oh, I don't know about their longevity here because, these workouts are boring as fuck. No one's going to stick with these workouts long term. And so th- there's a level of entertainment, but also, um, you know, fast, fun, and effective, man. It's not easy to do it. It's especially not easy to do it a clip and being as prolific as I am where I've created thousands of workouts. Thousands. I've forgotten most of my workouts. Sometimes people will tell me, oh, I tried this one from 2016 or 2012 or 2008. <laughs> I mean, like, that's one that I didn't do a good enough job of is... Uh, categorizing, organizing, saving all my content. Um, but growing and developing my team has helped, you know, uh, having a videographer that I can depend on. And, and that's been Chris Warren mostly for the last three years, having an editor for the video, especially for our member content that I can depend upon, um, having a graphic designer I can depend upon. And then the next step for us is, um, someone that can help us with SEO and email marketing, autoresponders, um, and also like specific stuff, like someone that can just help, help me figure out how to, access the over half million people I have on Facebook and how to do proper Facebook ads. Like we're not going to do that because I don't know what I'm doing there and I'd be wasting money. I'm just I'm not just going to throw money at a problem. I have no problem investing money in marketing, but only if I know we're going to get a return and we have the right approach. So growing the team and developing infrastructure, that's big. Uh, quarterly KOs or home runs, knockouts, KOs. What I mean by that is like my 40 for 40 project, the top 40 Fit Over 40 exercises, like a single video that took a full day to shoot and a full month to edit in hopes of trying to break through the noise on YouTube in general, specifically in uh, in social media in general. But also that project was designed to help build my email list, opt in to get a free report, the the, the manual, the free ebook that comes with it. And I've got coming up for quarter one of 2023, which, which will be the best push-up video on the internet and a, and a free push-up guide to download. But to get it, you got to join my newsletter list because if you want to make money in fitness, a lot of people think, you know, they see people with millions of followers. They don't have an email list. They're not making, they're not making as much money as you think. And I would take at the time of doing this, my 25,000 person email list over the half plus million I have on Facebook, 
the over uh, nearly 300,000 I have on Instagram, the 37,000 I have on YouTube, uh, whatever, whatever it is. Um, because that's, that's where we really sell is through email marketing. It's old school, but it's, it's the best way to get clickable links in people's faces. And uh, people are less likely to leave those social media platforms than you think. Um, so, you know, th that's a big part of it too, is growing that email list and doing that with these really like taking shots, putting, investing in, you know, this might, this might tank, but if it does well, this one might go viral. Even if it doesn't go viral, it's going to get uh, a lot of attention over time that can, you know, grow that particular YouTube platform and get more people on my email list. And then, you know, further with that, I want to get 100,000 people on YouTube because out of all the platforms, I might go more than 15 minutes here. That's okay. YouTube is the one that like, I would take my 37,000 subscribers on YouTube over my half a million on Facebook any day of the week because you can monetize it through ads. Uh, it's less shady. Like I, I don't, I don't trust, I trust almost any, I don't trust anything Facebook or Instagram does, uh, mainly because Facebook owns Instagram and, um, <laughs> you know, they, they just, they they have some of the shadiest practices. Uh, there's just no trust there. No credibility in my opinion. I'll play the game there, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm, that's the last place I'm going to invest money or, or overly invest my time. Um, but with YouTube, there, there's a pretty direct correlation into you making better thumbnails, making better titles, doing more keyword research, making better content, making enough content where you'll see not only a growth in the engagement on the channel, the subscribers to the channel, but also the money you can make. And you can make that money through ads. Uh, you can make that money through sponsored content. And, uh, you know, personally, um, it's a carrot for me too. Like you, once you hit the 100,000 person mark, the CEO of YouTube sends you a plaque and you become one of those preferred creators. And it's especially important to me because I made a bunch of content for men's health that made them grow to over a million. I've contributed to uh, Tony Jeffries. Every one of the videos I did with him uh, has done well and gets, you know, within a couple days, tons of views. Um, but it's because he has a million subscribers. And so I know I'm capable of becoming an elite YouTube creator as long as I'm willing to just be consistent with the process and continue to work the system. And again, spend more time focusing on what matters most, which actually isn't the content as much as it is the marketing of the content. You know, you gotta, you gotta keep up with the trends with thumbnails and titles and you gotta be willing to go through like uh, many iterations of a thumbnail. I, I, I send them to friends. What do you think about this? What do you think about this one? Um, the number of changes I'll make on some thumbnails to try to give ourselves the best chance to get reach, it, it's a job in and of itself. But, um, you know, you know, with that, um, I do also want to try to find a way to monetize social media more. Um, Instagram has started offering something called bonus reels where, you know, they've realized there's been creator burnout through the pandemic. And also uh, they're, they're losing from TikTok. They're losing from YouTube now that YouTube has shorts. So they're actually, uh, they're offering some creators like myself, like they'll pay you money the more posts you make. And the more views those posts get, the more potential money you can make. So finally, after all these years, 10 years of doing 1.36 posts a day, um, I'm making money from Instagram just from posting, which gives me more motivation. So I, I honestly don't even care if things do well anymore. I, every post I get up, I have more potential to make money from the platform beyond just continuing to market the content. And then I also want to do more higher end stuff. You know, like 
Uh, I have FaceTime training. And that, by the way, that's not just for uh, enthusiasts or fitness consumers. It's, it's for business owners too. Again, like, you know, how many people do you know in the fitness business? I was the first personal trainer ever to meet the cover of Men's Health, the largest men's magazine. All right. I was at the start of uh, social media when it came to fitness. You know, like I, I was there when that first YouTube channel was made. I was there when Facebook was created. You know, um, so I've been through all of it. And I've now almost two decades in the game. You know, I made it through the pandemic. So I also have a history of helping trainers make money. That's actually where I, in 2008 to 2012, I helped so many fucking trainers build six-figure bootcamp businesses during that bootcamp boom of 2008, 2012 through a, boot, a program called Bootcamp Blueprints. Transformed their lives. And I shared what was working for me in Milwaukee, Wisconsin with our Get Sexy boot camps, which became Mission Metabolism Boot Camp and the Fitness Asylum in Bayview, Wisconsin. Um, so I'm good at it. And I've consulted over the years with people. I got away from it when I went after consumers more with the men's health stuff. But now I, I feel like I'm a, it's especially needed because of all the people who have like, I know people that have lost quarter million plus that were killing it. But because of the pandemic, their gym got shut down and, and they've never been in worse straits. And then there's people that are no longer in the business. And there's people that now are just starting, young people starting into fitness. And I've made so many mistakes and um, I've got a lot to share. I've got a lot of wisdom uh, to give. And again, you know, I was the fitness director at Men's Health. The, number, the reach I had, uh, you know, one video getting 48 million views on Facebook, okay? Like I'm very good at making content, especially when I'm locked in. There's not, you're not going to find a more prolific content creator in fitness. And the only way to make money in fitness now um, online is through making content. You've got to make <laughs> daily content. And, um, and, and to be honest, too, uh, you can't just, if you have an offline fitness business or a gym, you can't depend on that anymore because those wet markets aren't going anywhere. Okay. So you've got to have some online infrastructure in place just in case your gym has to shut down for whatever reason or at least to diversify because people still aren't going back to the gym the way they were before the pandemic. People are shook, all right? So those are my business goals, um, you know, and, and I also want to make a ton of products this year because just the reality, some people will just not, uh, are not interested in subscription and they're certainly not going to choose me over Hulu, Netflix, or HBO. I'm realistic about that because my stuff isn't, uh, my, my stuff requires work. You don't just sit on your ass and watch it. So um, I'm going to start making more products. Uh, by the end of this year, there will be a bodyweight product, a boxing product, a kettlebell product, a dumbbell product, a band product, a med ball product. I'll have a specialization product. Obviously, we'll have the post-holiday shred. Um, you know, I can repackage old content. That's something that didn't do a good, good enough job in the past. And I finally figured out how to take my monthly member content and drip it in a way where it doesn't undervalue uh, the people that pay while helping me get it out there and market it better to get more people there so I can raise the whole process. So that's my general approach. It's on a foundation of daily jabs or singles, uh, quarterly KOs or home runs or taking, taking a shot and trying to do something big and bold and, um, it's, you know, to get some, to accelerate things, you know, it's like, it's like the post holiday shred, but for business, you know, uh, when you, in 28 days or even, you know, whatever it is that you're pushing on, you can push things ahead fast and it just gives you the juice. It gives you the, it makes you want to fucking get after it and keep going. And, um, 
That's why you can't always do it slow. Like you can't just, you can't, for me personally, um, I'm good with the daily jabs, but you know, I want to throw a fucking haymaker every once in a while and push things to the next level or, or speed things up. That's just my personality. So uh, I'll, I'll do the marathon, but I'll also do the occasional sprint. And um, relentless marketing, always be selling uh, and uh, keep building my team, get more products out and um, do higher end stuff too. Like check out our FaceTime services, our VIP people, like, you know, they, they get the best of me. I can really make sure they get the most out of the programs, making sure they're doing the form correctly, uh, helping them with their diet, keeping them motivated, etc. But um, the great thing about the FaceTimes is I've gotten to a level now and my buddy Chris Warren said, they're not paying for your time, they're paying for your experience and they're right. That's one of the few things I can do where I can just show up and give someone a master class in an hour where they walk away with years, decades of knowledge in an hour and what that can do in terms of fast tracking and accelerating the learning curve for them. Um, so if you're someone, you know, they're not, it's not cheap, but I could be charging a thousand bucks an hour if I wanted to, but it's, you know, it's only 200, 300 bucks, depending on whether you do a one-time or a three-pack and you'll walk away with, with so much knowledge. Um, you know, you can't afford, especially if you're a fitness business owner, when you can expense it, you want to help, you need help building your brand. I can help you. You need help learning how to make content. I can help you. So uh, if you're a trainer listening and you're looking for someone who actually does this, you know, I, I, I train people through FaceTimes. I help business owners, uh, fitness business owners through FaceTimes. I've, I've ran an online business for a long time. I've been at the, the pinnacle of what it is that I do with my work at Men's Health and learned so much while I was there. And over the last five or six years, I've also built up my own infrastructure now where I can compete. Like uh, I'm getting more content out now doing things my way than I did when I was at Men's Health and we had those teams and all those resources. I may, I may not get the same reach, maybe it will one day, but um, I'm, I'm as prolific, if not more, um, because I, 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 I figured out, I did my own video editing, so now I know how to outsource it. We did our own filming, so now, now I know how to outsource it. I designed my own images, so now I know what I'm looking for, what to tell someone to design my own images. So again, at some point, you got to do it all and then when you end up outsourcing it, you can be more realistic and giving them tasks, the time involved, what to pay, etc. So hope this helped, guys. Uh, a five-star rating review is much appreciated. 200th episode, man. Lots more to come. And uh, I appreciate your support. And uh, feel free to share. Uh, you know, this podcast spreads the most through word of mouth. So keep sharing it with people uh, that can benefit. It really means a lot to us. Love you guys. Peace.